There it is. Woo! Yeah. All right, but moving on. Did the microphone kick, I've been a sports fan my entire life because all of my friends are horrible people. Yes, Cam had a very bad game. Can we get that on tape? Get that overrated piece of crap out of this conversation. <laughs> are you sure you want this on tape? That's what I was transitioning to. Big time Timmy Jim, Chris Hale, Bartello Cologne. A lot of tears and a lot of beers. I can't argue with anything you say. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Displaced Fan Show. Chris, Brad, and Alex here tonight. How's it going, fellas? Better than the Jets season. I'm disappointed in Brad. What reason for this time? He's talking over Landon, bashing his team, and I love that. It's fun. Every time. When did I talk over it? Just a minute ago. I thought that was at the very... Did he even say anything? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Rewind it. Play it again. I think you were the one who went... That was in the beginning. I was the beginning. He said it when Landon started talking. He said something. I said, there it is after Chris cracked his... there you go. I think he timed it in between Landon saying bad things about his team to further emphasize the point. We'll see. For the record, Cam had a very bad game. It's not the same. Top 10 quarterbacks don't have bad games, Brad. He's not a top 10, which means he might as well not even be in the league. This is true. Speaking of not quite being in the league, Alex has... It's not really a mulligan, but it's so cool that... I guess it's still kind of a mulligan. Kind of for the catcher, I guess. And just for the other team in general. That too, yeah. You got this one, Alex. Let's see how this goes. We're going baseball. The Royals farm system. See, Malcolm Van Buren had a five strikeout inning. That's so insane. Never done in the majors. As a batter. (laughs) (laughs) Which would be crazier. Yeah, he had two drop third strikes in the same inning. And they reached base. That's crazy. And no one scored. And the bases were loaded. Like, how pissed are you after the, like... (laughs) Well, one, you're like, all right, inning's over, drop third strike. Then, when you're like, all right, just struck out my fourth guy, and you're like, oh, come on. So, strikeout, drop strikeout, guy gets on. Strikeout, drop strikeout, guy gets on. Somebody got on then. Walk to get the bases loaded. Yeah. Strikeout. Strikeout. He just likes to make it interesting. Make like they're feeling dude. They got the bases loaded. They're doing so good. So he had a no hitter, but the bases were loaded the whole time. <laughs> yeah, rookie league level Burlington Royals. That is a. Uh... Except I think the article I'm looking at misspelled his first name because it says his name is McCollum. CJ? Like it's M A C L O L M. Like, they put an extra L in and... M-A-L-C-O-L-M? Malcolm? Like, the, the guy yeah. just fat-fingered they, an extra yeah. L in there? Yeah. I like McCollum. McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin? Yes. Uh, last time this happened in the minors was... 2014 for the now-defunct High Desert Mavericks. That's so loud, Brad. Andrew Kitteridge. Five years ago, did it? Yeah. yeah, never happened in the majors. No, oh, that's a lot of four strikeout. But I was actually thinking about the other day. It's been a while since there's been a four strikeout inning, hasn't there? Yeah, by one pitcher I at really least. Heard about it? Yeah. yeah. 
I had a you know, nine strikeout inning once. That was as a batter. That doesn't surprise me. Mostly because you just swung 27 times, refused to leave. <laughs> no, another one. Because remember, it seems like every couple years there's a pitcher who, like even in the first inning, gets four strikeouts. I think uh, one of the Weaver brothers did it. Jared Weaver? Jeff Weaver? I don't remember one which one. Yeah. <laughs> one of the Jay J- Weaver. Yeah. Dream five strikeouts. Weaver. Five strikeouts in an inning. I wish they had the box score on here. I want to know how many strikeouts he ended up with. Yeah, he's a really pitcher, so probably five. Five, yeah. Oh, seventh inning. He ended yeah, up with four. He was, he was in the seventh. I wish it was a starter where it's like he had five strikeouts in the first inning. He went five innings with five strikeouts. It's like, what? Um, you trying to look at the box score? Trying to find it, yeah. Uh, looks like he went four innings. Also, oh. um, seven Ks. That must suck for the team that was batting. Like, yeah, no, you guys struck out five times in one inning. I don't know if you know this, but you can only get three outs in one inning. It's Definitely impressive. gonna need to hire a new batting coach. Funny enough, that Andrew Kitteridge guy started a game the same day that this happened. Not the same place, but... And had six strikeouts in it. <laughs> he had six innings with one strikeout. So five strikeouts in one inning, two strikeouts in the other three. Is that good? Well, two and three equals five, so... Uh, that's some logic I can't argue with, but... <laughs> I'm just saying, coincidence? I think so. Okay. (laughs) That's embarrassing for the Elizabethan twins. Just everyone, really. The catcher. Everyone except the pitcher. Yeah. Well, I guess no one in the field. Uh, It's not really their fault. All right, so everyone except the defense. Other than the catcher. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't really count him. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> don't be telling the catcher. The catchers don't matter. Yeah, catchers don't matter. Ask your Appar- brother. Apparently they do because they just drop them. See, they don't matter. It's well, a with- it's a zero sum game. Nobody ever says like, "Well, that was a really well caught game." It's only when you screw up. Yeah. Pretty much a thankless job. Yeah. So and that's why we drink. There it there is. is. <laughs> so I can't believe we didn't talk about this for the Mulligan. The giant fight between the Reds and Pirates that just happened? Like, two nights ago? The night of the trade deadline? For the record, it was the Reds and Pirates, so who was paying But this is the second time they've been in a fight this year. Both people in the stands were outraged. (laughs) That's not a mulligan, that's a... Amir Garrett... That's a Tuesday. (laughs) Amir Garrett throwing a punch like a little girl. I didn't see it. His hand, like, obviously, this is a only audio podcast, but his hand was like this when he threw the punch. Not impressive. Like he's going to break his wrist. Like the follow, hit him with his wrist? Like the follow-through after a three-pointer, like reaching into the cookie jar, and then you clench your hand. That's what his fist was like. Like, not Maybe impressive. Maybe it was a really swooping one, and he was trying to hit the back of someone's head. What? Maybe he missed the guy over here that he was... You can't see it on... He just redirected. <laughs> well, they sh- oh, no. They showed the picture of him, like, winding up, and it's just, like, looks funky, but... 
I, I do like that Puig just went at it his last game with something, the Reds. Something tells me Puig knows how to fight. Yeah. Something tells me Puig's been in a fight or two. Could have done him or uh, Trevor Bauer, the guy he got traded for, who chucked the ball over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> wall. Did you see that, Brad? Good it's a that baseball was... thing. Of course I didn't see it. <laughs> so Trevor Bauer, who got traded for Puig. Yeah. Bauer gets pulled from the game. I don't know what inning it was, but obviously he was not happy because he turned around and threw the ball into the center field bleachers. Kind of impressive, but well. <laughs> just hilarious. Uh, from where? The pitcher's mound. Like he got pulled from the game and was like, "No, Chuck." It'd been way cooler if, if he hurt his arm. <laughs> like, oh. And then that night when Puig gets in the fight, like, he breaks his hand punching somebody. If only they had more baseballs somewhere near the pitcher's mound. If only there was a guy with, like, a pocket full of them. I thought you were thinking about something that comes down from the ceiling and they just give you balls. Funny story. Extra baseballs used to actually be behind the pitcher's mound. Really? Yes. That seems like a huge hazard. Then in a game, how many people hit a, rolled their ankles on those? Then in a game, someone hit a line drive that hit all the baseballs. <laughs> which no, one? No one knew which baseball it was, so the guy ran around the bases laughing and was like, "I have a home run." <laughs> they changed it the next day. Oh, that's so great! That's why baseball's not a sport. Wow, we're giving Brad the mulligan for that statement. If you want to take advantage of your mulligan, head to Homestead Farm and Golf in Linden, Washington. Mention displaced fans before you're around. Get a free small bag of range balls. While you're there, you can check out their Cleveland and Strixon clubs and apparel. Make sure you're looking fly before you round. They got a bunch of clinics going on and new junior tees, actually, with green rocks and green poles, I guess, out in the middle of the fairway so you know where to tee off with your kids. So head to Homestead for all your golfing needs. Speaking of people not playing sports, I was gonna most say, of the AFC East. I was going to say, speaking of people who need to be playing from the little kids' tees. <laughs> The, wow. the AFC East. So last episode we talked about odds to win the division. <laughs> Someone please bet on the Dolphins. Uh, they have the worst odds to win their division in all of football. Would you like to take a guess? 267 to 1. Not that bad. 266 to 1. Alex, would you like to take a guess without cheating? Go with 265. Banana hammock. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, would you like to take a guess on the Dolphins' odds to win the AFC East? 132 to 1. 60 to 1. That's what I said. Guess on the Patriots' odds to win the division. 1 to 1. Negative. Way better. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. If it was 1 to 1, you'd take that bet. Yeah, 1 1 to 6? Close. 1 to 5. Which I think is fairly in line with what it's been in the past. I was going to say, they got to be one of the only ones with a positive. Because um, one to five probably puts you at plus three fifty, or minus three fifty, minus three fifty. Sure, I never can remember. But, yeah, Dolphins odds to win the Super Bowl five hundred to one. Alex, the Dolphins were kind of your team to watch last year. They your team to watch this year. If you want to watch bad football, <laughs> yes. What about if you want to watch the chosen Rosen? Their new quarterback, Josh Rosen. Sorry, that's my face of what are you you're crazy if you want to watch him. <laughs> Did you see the report that came out that Josh Rosen didn't know who the Mike linebacker was? 
Or something like, Wait, like did he not Who's know, Mike? Did he not yes. know the term Mike linebacker? Yeah. Really? Like it was some, or he didn't know how to identify him or something like that. Yeah, he's the one in the middle. That's what Mike means. For, for everyone who doesn't know, which Josh Rosen definitely should, uh, Mike linebacker refers to the middle linebacker. The Sam linebacker refers to the strong linebacker. And Will refers to the weak side linebacker. Yeah, there was two things that sure. yes. <laughs> There's two things that came out that were like super basic most high school quarterbacks know. And Rosen didn't know either of them and it explained why he has been struggling and why he's in his second year in the league so, and on his second team. So now that he knows, watch out. MVP. <laughs> is he going to be like Which, which one's he, the MVP? Is he is he the the middle one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike, my bad. Um, so do you think he's going to be... I want to hear him mic'd up on every hike because my guess is, you know when like your dad or your grandpa weren't, learns some new word that he thinks is cool and tries to work it into every sentence? Do yes. you think every time he's at the line, he's like, Mike, linebacker, watch Mike, watch Mike. Like, try to sound like he knows what he's talking about. What's more likely, him doing that or every like or the dolphins game. winning a game him doing that <laughs> or him turning around to the running back like every third play going hey what was the play again <laughs> there's a guy named sam over there i have no idea who it is why does every team why are their linebackers having the same names i don't get it <laughs> i thought michael sam retired <laughs> <laughs> all right don't do it brad <laughs> Is there anything with the Dolphins you look forward to? I do like their secondary. Okay, I agree with both of those things. Uh, Alex answered first, so we'll go with him. <laughs> I win. Ah! <laughs> I Mal- shouldn't use Mal- first Gaskin. Oh, Gaskin's there? Yes. So they actually have two exciting running backs then. Because don't they have Kenyon Drake still? Kenyon Drake. Yep. So Gaskin got drafted, undrafted. Seventh round. Seventh round? Yeah. That's so weird to me. You figure a guy, like, regardless, he went to UW, so obviously we all are high on him. But usually a guy with that much talent would choose to go undrafted so he could go somewhere he wanted. Yeah. Do you think maybe Miami called him and he's like, well, it's Miami. Like, I'm going to see touches. That's like he's that's a or, really good chance to go or, there I mean, and that's actually a, play. That's a good place to go hide for a couple years and kind of work out anything that you haven't, like – you know, refine your game, no one's going to pay attention to Miami for a while. Well, they're going to pay attention to Miami every year for a solid four or five games to be like, are they going to get the number one pick? I still like their tight end, too. Oh, Although it's, it has Gaskin at their third running back. Well, they have, uh, we're, and they still have Fitzdog at, a number, at the yep. uh, starting quarterback. Are you on... Oh, I forgot. I don't... I'm on CBS. Okay. Yeah, I got him third here, too. I actually like their whole stable of running backs with Balage, Drake, and Gaskin. Mm-hmm. They might need to put some of them out at wide receiver. What about Patrick Laird? Well, actually, got, their offense isn't bad. Parker, Stills, Hearns. Yeah. Do uh, they still Albert, have Albert they, Wilson? Albert Wilson, Jakeem Grant. I don't oh, know. Yeah, I'm missing the whole line there. Yeah, yeah so Wilson, Wilson's a deep threat. That's a about it, but uh, he, he put together a good three, four game stretch before he got hurt last did year. Did he 
blow out his knee? Yes. Because there was like a three game stretch where they lost someone for the season, like each week. I still like their team. I just really hate their quarterback. So that really makes it hard. And I don't know if. Like, it's kind of a weird team. Like, there's talent, but you don't know if it works together. Like, people's styles are different. And it's sort of almost like a pickup game. Like, a lot of their running backs are. Like, Devontae Parker's just going to kind of run around until he gets. Thing you got Albert Wilson who's just gonna run deep every time no matter what and Jakeem Grant he's the the super fast little dude yeah Isn't Grant he's like five six yeah right um I kind of like Dwayne Allen at tight end but not enough to really pay attention but their defense and Laramie Tunsil has an awesome gas mask indeed he does <laughs> but yeah I really like Xavier Howard he's one of my favorite um, yeah corners in the league and if you ask josh rosen he told me he is their best wide receiver because he catches everything that josh rosen throws in practice <laughs> nicely done um, yeah Xavier and howard minka fitzpatrick are nice but their cool. other starting secondary guys are eric mm-hmm. rowe and bobby mccain rashad jones i thought he what is he hurt not signed because they have him third on here Oh, he is listed as their starting strong safety on CBS. Yeah, I got him third free safety. He must be hurt, or they don't know where he's listed. Because on CBS, they also have Minka Fitzpatrick as the backup left cornerback and the backup free safety. Also, he's all capitalized, so that's weird. So yeah. like his whole I may need to go to like NFL.com or Pro Football Reference. Oh, your reason for um, But I he's thought Rashad off, Jones was starting, unless he's hurt. He's coming off his second consecutive reconstructive surgery on the same shoulder, and then he walked away from the team and refused to go back on the field. It seems to happen a lot. Yeah, that's very odd. Hey, we're going to give you a bunch of money to play football. Nah, I'm good. I'm just going to stand over here. I don't know. There's got to be oh, something. hot. Fan-sided, the Miami Dolphins fin fanatic, they have a nice little article on it, but I don't see anything particular about yeah, why but, he's so low. But I do like the Dolphins secondary, um, mainly Xavier and Howard. The problem with their secondary is that front seven is not good. They have Kiko Alonso. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other than that. They got a first round pick in there. Oh. D tackle. They, according to CBS, do not have a starting Mike linebacker, so maybe that's why Rosen doesn't uh, I've seen Raekwon in yeah, there. They have Raekwon at second. Okay. And he, I assume, is named after Raekwon the chef. Gotta be. Um. Yeah, they have him listed second and nobody first. Christian Wilkins, Alex? Yeah, I was trying to figure out what, when he was drafted. 19th. 19th? Yeah. Yeah, first time though. That's why I like the Potential. Our Lads really website, because it gives you pick and round. We're, oh, I thought that was the year. No. The year 19. Is it? I thought it was the pick. It would make sense if it was the year. I think it's the year. There's some other side I saw that it gives you the pick. Uh, doesn't make sense either. Oh, the, uh, I don't. I don't remember what pick the Dolphins had. Eleven. 
somewhere around there. Magic box. Give me an answer. Thirteen. Dang it. Winner, winner. It was thirteen. Uh, yeah. So dolphins. Not good. Any chance that they're okay? If they I get don't a new quarterback. Think so. Because uh, Alex, you have them with the best record out of all four of us. Would you like to say what that record is? Or would you want us to go first? <laughs> Not that much better. I know. It's still the best record. Four and twelve. Wow, that is twice as many games as I have them winning. I feel like they're going to have a quarterback come out of nowhere and win four games. Mike Jacecki? <laughs> He's their tight end. It's your boyfriend. I know. I'm trying to think of a quarterback who's going to get cut. Oh, um... Ryan Fitzpatrick. RG3? He's not going to get cut. No. Marcus Mariota? Yes, right there. If he gets cut and ends up on the Dolphins, they make the playoffs. There is a chance that... (laughs) Because Rosen was the 10th pick? Sounds about right. He is good. So there's a chance that in this division, they outplay the Jets and the Bills, run into a couple other wins somewhere, and end up with like seven wins. I don't think he's good. That's my. There's also a chance they go 0 6 in the division and get the number one pick. They could win one when New England comes to Miami. Yeah. Because Brady has a weirdly bad record playing at Miami, Mm -hmm. but I think they're too bad to even. Like, if New England sends no starters, I think that might be a close game. They're too bad, as in two and fourteen bad. Yeah, nice. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm there with you, buddy. Uh, yeah, two and fourteen, just because it really does seem like Rosen's a placeholder. They just want him in there for a year so they can get Tua or just use the number one pick to try and improve and go from there. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, if they're gonna get the first round pick. Since you have Rosen, he could be a placeholder for a few years. I would even trade back, collect some picks, and build a team so you have someone around when you actually get a quarterback. Yeah. Um, Just do the yeah do the type of thing where you build mainly, everyone else up. Mainly because I don't think Tua's that great, and a lot of teams probably will be vying for Tua. What if they start with so, Patrick? Ho, 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 Fitz Magic, you know. He had four 400-yard games last year, just saying. it's not so. <laughs> when you sing, you need to back up just a little bit. What? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, Landon's in the middle here at 3-13. and 13. Um, Yeah, so we all have so, the Dolphins being horrible, and Vegas has them as horrible, too. It's so tied. we're making a Landon sandwich. Yes. Vegas has them tied for the worst over-under with five wins, and we are all taking the under. Yeah, that is... It does look like Fitzpatrick might end up starting. Yeah. Who knows? It's so early. My guess is he'll start the first two He'll start games. seven games. I'm going to say four. He's going to have 400, 400, then 100, 100, and then get benched. <laughs> then when Rosen gets benched, he'll come back in and... Have a 400 and It'll like, basically oh. be a repeat of the last team he was on in Florida. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So from the Dolphins, which team do you guys want to go to next? The next the, one. The Yets. 
the Jets beat the Jets. That's the Mets song, but... Tom Brady's son's name, John Edward Thomas. Yes. Such a good job, Bridget Moynihan. That's so <laughs> awesome and petty, and I love it. Yeah. Um, so, for those who don't know, Tom Brady left Bridget Moynihan to be with Giselle, mm-hmm. and she was pregnant, so she named the kid John Edward Thomas because his initials are Jet. Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's so, an excellent troll job. So, Just like the Dolphins, we all have them at the under. Jets are at seven. But when we did the quarterback rankings, who you were high on Darnold. Or I, the highest on Darnold, right, Brad? I like Darnold more than other people do. I don't know if he's... I wouldn't call him good, but I, I have more hope for him than other people do. And... He has Le'Veon Bell now, and did they give Robbie Anderson a contract? Yes. And then I feel like they signed someone else this offseason. CJ Mosley. Okay, I was thinking offensively, as far uh, as weapons-wise. I feel like they signed someone else. Wide receiver from the Redskins. Terrell Pryor? No. Crowder? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Crowder's there. Um, because Jermaine Curse is not there anymore. Yeah. He left. So I feel like he has some weapons, although um, I don't know if Crowder's actually good. I'm leaning towards not. This one has it wrong. Says he, he got, they got him from the Jets. Who? Crowder. <laughs> it says they got Crowder from the Jets. Wow. What'd they give up for him? Crowder. <laughs> oh, interesting. This um, is like the uh, Lavernius Coles Santana yeah. Moss thing. Yeah. Traded for each other twice. So I think this will kind of be. It could either work out really well with all these weapons for Darnold or not so much because I don't know if it's enough. Um, you know who I want on my team? The guy who didn't show up all last year. ASJ. Yes, that's exactly who I want. <laughs> who the Jets situation is so messed up because you know what's weird they fired Austin their GM Safer- already Austin <laughs> Safarian Jenkins coming out of college was by far the best tight end prospect well you know why he was so bad after that because he didn't have Jake Locker the for- future Hall of Famer no because he was a drunk and he yeah, yeah. he got, he got drank a few way too was, much but also an alcoholic a problem. UW tight end had a problem with alcohol <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Wait. Sorry. He's clean now, though. Just so you know. Wow. Supposedly clean. Um, also, um, this may have had something to do with him drinking, but he had multiple coaches saying he couldn't learn routes. Like, he couldn't get the plays down. He couldn't learn the routes. So they they cut him. So my guess is at UW, they probably just found the two or three things he could do, and they're like, just keep doing this. It works. Because Don't get you're, drafted. Trust us. Because you're giant. <laughs> Um, anyway, I think it's crazy. That the Jets fired their GM after the draft. Yeah, I don't get that at all. It's a good sign that he you're not happy. Have listened. <laughs> he just did what he wanted. He's the GM. Yeah, <laughs> he makes all the calls during the draft. <laughs> if the owner calls up and says, "Hey, draft this guy," go. I'm the GM. No, that's why you hired me. And then he got and fired. He got fired. Um, yeah. So that was. Weird. I feel like that one might have been a little bit of scapegoating where it's like, look, we got to fire someone. No, it's that him and Adam Gase did not get along. 
and Adam Gase was new. Well, so, like, that's we're what I meant. Go not scapegoating, but like they had to choose. Oh, yeah. Because um, yeah, if, if they were scapegoating anyone, I would hope it would be Todd Bowles after the last couple seasons. Your coach of the year pick halfway yeah. through the season. <laughs> he was doing good at that point, and then didn't win a game after that for a year and a half. He must have heard you talk about it and got all cocky. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I got this one locked down. One of the things I do. So think... did Ryan Shazier. Too wow. soon. One of the things yes. I do think more teams should do is hire coaches. Well, no, hire coaches and GMs in tandem so they're on the same page. Yeah, or yes, because a lot of times you hire them at different times and they hire a GM. total clashing philosophies and um, like structures and yeah. play calling. And so it's like, well, we have you got you all these guys. Well, that doesn't fit my play style, so I get rid of all of yeah. them. Or yeah. Hire, no, hire no, your GM. My guys, I like these guys. Hire your GM and let him choose the head coach. Yes, yes. that too. Just to be like, well, we have a great D line, so we're playing like a four three. Yeah. Or we have a ton of linebackers. We're playing like a what, two five. Five two. Yeah. Whatever. No. No two five. Yeah, I know. Sure. <laughs> Say no. You were right. <laughs> I just like the five two monster. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I don't think the Jets are going to be good. Well, again, like you said, like they're showing turmoil, and the season hasn't even started. So it's yeah, like Alex said. At least they have a guy who wasn't a giant diva last year, <laughs> who's going to touch the ball three hundred and fifty times. Hey, he did apologize to fantasy owners finally, because <laughs> that matters. <laughs> but, but do you remember? And it was so late. It was like, but do you wow. remember the? Um, <laughs> The almost touchdown that he had robbed from him two years ago. So, I mean. No, I don't remember anything from two years ago. That was ASJ, right? When they almost beat the Pats and then he hit the pylon. Like, it was the Why fumble thing. Why do you keep thing? talking about ASJ? <laughs> because. Oh. I'm trying to think. The Jets. I just can't see them being good. Like, sometimes you have inklings of. A team like yeah, hey, they could make the playoffs. For the record, is ASJ still on the no, Jets or is he even the in the league? He signed with someone else. I thought. Okay, I thought he was still on the Jets. That's why I kept bringing him up. We've said his full name, right? Austin Safarian Jenkins. Yeah, there we go. Currently a free agent. I'm shocked. Okay, now I'm done talking about him. So, what do you guys have the Jets record-wise at? I have them. I feel like I was being a little generous at six wins. Um, just because I think they have enough weapons to be dangerous to a couple of teams. Um, you know, Robbie Anderson's always good for a couple of, you know, two touchdown games. And by always, I mean, he's capable of it. (laughs) Uh, and I'm giving them. Is Robbie Anderson the one who got hurt or is he the one who went crazy for a little bit? Yes, both. See the one who went crazy? <laughs> he went he went crazy and didn't play for a little bit, I believe. Yeah. Oh no, Quincy Anunwa. He's the one who got hurt, right? Like yeah, the yeah. the really bad injury. Yeah. Yeah. Um But yeah, so I, I gave them a like a win or two for Le'Veon Bell and then you know, just having some guys who can be threats. I gave them some bonus points for that so I, I gave him six wins i feel like i might be being a little generous 
Um, I think one of those was a late season upset over the Pats. I think I actually have that also because it seems like the middle of the year, the Jets always play the Pats well. Yeah. Um, And it was sort of basically because I went through, just picked all the games. And I think at that point, the Pats only had like one loss as I picked. So I was like, well, this seems like about where they would sort of like drop one, be a little over cocky. Um, I think one thing that is good for the Jets is uh, Quinn and Williams. Is that who they drafted? Yes. He just signed the other day. He was one of the last holdout first rounders. But he ended up signing, so that was good for them. Joey Bosa just signed from his his holdout after the draft. Really? <laughs> There's been another Bosa drafted since then. <laughs> <sighs> Thanks, Brad. Um, so, Alex, you're right there with Brad. I am, but that's because they're going to go to Luke Falk halfway through the year. So they're going to be like <laughs> Wazoo's second best quarterback ever. They're going to be five and two, and then they're going to put a Wazoo quarterback in and go one and eight. <laughs> yes, that's a giant drop off between one and two for Wazoo. Drew Bledsoe, and then Luke Falk, <laughs> Ryan Leaf, Marcus Trufant was a cornerback. Not quarterback. Um, so you got him at six and ten house. Oh, yeah. Jeff Jeff Tool played in the league for a little bit. I'm trying to look it Please up. Please tell me they have I, someone who's I, better than Jeff Tool. Um, Wazoo's quarterback history in the NFL draft. Ryan Leaf. They've had 15. Drew Bledsoe, I think, might be the only one who's notable for a good reason. <laughs> Ryan Leaf. <laughs> he was um, good. If you need to buy some prescription drugs, Ryan Leaf's an awesome oh, quarterback. Today. Mark Rippian went there. Oh, I did not know that. Neither did I. And he was quite good. At least I just knew that name because he was in one of the first ever video games that I bought. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he did. Two Pro Bowls, led the Redskins to a Super Bowl win over Buffalo. Uh, Super Bowl MVP. Well, I'd say that's pretty good. Yeah. There's a first name. Okay, we got two greats right here. C E L T E. Kelt or Celt? I don't know. Celt. Celt. Celt Casper. Next guy on the list, Samoa Samoa. No way. Yes. Want Samoa Samoa? <laughs> How can I have Samoa Samoa if I never had any <laughs> Samoa to begin with? <laughs> Do you think his parents just loved oh. Girl Scout cookies? T-Pain. It's tie pain, but I'm it's going T-Pain. T-Pain. <laughs> 1973. Uh, now we're way back here. 1950. Yeah, that guy doesn't know how to throw a football. He was 6 of 14. That's good. All season? I don't know. Bill Sewell. I thought he was actually really good. No, that's Jeff Tool. No. No. Five other Cougar quarterbacks to note. Uh, CFL, CFL, <laughs> Jeff Toole, CFL. I feel like there was... Why do so many Wazoo quarterbacks play for the Titans for a little bit? 
Yeah, there's there's a good chunk of them. Jason Gesser. Yep. Wazoo. I was gonna say Jason Gesser might be what? the most prominent-ish one, like the only one we've heard of. Is, is Minshew gonna end up on the Titans too? Probably. Uh, Butch Luke, Meeker. Luke Falk was on the Titans. I don't think he ever threw a pass even in practice. No. Like he uh, was, he got drafted by them and then went almost immediately to the Dolphins. Like he got like, cut. I think he made it. And then got the preseason thing cut. Maybe that was it. And then yeah, practice squad for the Dolphins or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mike Leach. Uh, AFC East. Sorry, Brad locked me in a closet and I couldn't respond. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so I got right. the Jets at 4 and 12 cuz I think they're not good. And I think Darnold's terrible, so. Hmm. Speaking of four wins, that's where I have the Bills. Yeah, we differ. Like there's two records for the Bills. <laughs> and we're split. Yeah. So, um the thing about the Bills was, like, their defense isn't terrible. Um, and I really like Tredavious White. But I was trying to think of offensive weapons. and I Shady. Is he still there? Yes. Um, he's 191 years old. He's actually not as old as he seems like he 31? They got yeah. Frank Gore. But uh, yeah, there we go. Speaking of 191 years old, but I was trying to think of their receivers, and like the first like ten people that came to mind weren't like I was like, is Robert Parrish still there? Uh-huh. Robert Parrish, really? Yeah. <laughs> the or big Roscoe man for the, There you go. I was gonna say yeah. the big man for the Celtics. Yes, I think they're gonna um, run a lot this year. And I was trying to think of someone. I was like, did they sign Cole? Beasley or someone yes. like that. Mm-hmm. They actually have a decent. Uh, was it was it Beasley that they signed? They signed John Brown and Cole Beasley. Okay, I didn't know they signed John Brown. Um, but I just as I was trying to go through their offensive weapons, I was like, I don't know if I can name any. So John Brown, Zay Jones, Cole Beasley, Robert Foster, Andre Roberts, and Ray Ray McLeod. So that's not as bad as I thought, but. And they did give Mitch Morse the highest or largest contract ever for a center. Yeah, but I think um, I don't know if I've told you guys this before. Uh, teams tend to identify certain ways. Nice. And they're basically the Browns now. So, and they like they'll be they'll spoil a couple teams. Um, you know, win streaks or seasons or like just cost vegas a bunch of money like they'll they'll beat the patriots or yeah they'll they'll find some team that's on a hot streak i don't know if they play the rams this year but it'll be like the rams when they're on a seven game win streak and they'll just come out and beat them like they did to the vikings last year when they beat them like 40 to six um i'm sure they'll do that once or twice this year but I don't have a lot of faith in them, like, sustained goodness. Yes, that's a word. Yeah. Nice. I don't... I have them at 7 and 9 for the reason that I think they're the second best team in the division. It doesn't mean I think they're good, but if they steal one from the Pats and then go 3 and 1, so that puts them at 4 and 2 in the division, so then they just have to find three wins. 
Someone, someone's going to do it in the division. Someone's going to be decent. Why not yeah. the Bills? And I, I feel like if anyone could be like a real spoiler, it's probably them. Although I think the Jets do have a couple more weapons. Like, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, the Bills I, are sort of the team that people are going to overlook and just go, oh, yeah, no, it's the Bills. So I can see them, a couple good teams, dropping some games to them. I just don't have enough faith in them or the folding tables. Nice. Um, I like Josh Allen. More than four. I do, too. And it, kind of what it came down to was the Dolphins just traded for a first-round quarterback who was so unimpressive, I guess, with his first team that they got him. And then it's Darnold. So Josh Allen to me is the second best quarterback in the division. So why not go with him? So and they have the third best, Tyree Jackson. Yeah, um, you know. <laughs> yeah. See, and that's probably why I had the Bill or the Jets ahead of the Bills is because I like Darnold a little more than Allen as far as being able to throw the ball. Allen can run, and he showed up until the point where he busted up his knee he showed that he was pretty athletic mm-hmm. and able to hurdle guys he set the record for most rushing yards through a three game or four game span or something like that by a quarterback yeah that um, really surprised me last year and i mean I did he not think that was him he can also throw the ball he can throw it not well but he well, can throw it every quarterback <laughs> in the nfl can throw the ball doesn't mean they can do it well uh, let's see Allen was 53% last year oh that is worse than I thought I may have to retract 10 touchdowns my 12 statement. picks I retract my statement about him throwing the ball I did not know it was that bad um yeah does he have a cannon like I don't know what I he's Jake Locker oh, okay because I, I remember like watching some games and going like oh this guy's a better thrower than i thought he must have just like bombed some deep balls or something oh that's bad 53 percent and only six and a half yards per attempt is that good um if you want to knock like 10 points off flacco's accuracy from last year and a little bit of distance (laughs) um so amazing no (laughs) yeah so um all right, so then he did rush for six hundred over yeah. six hundred yards. This might be the only thing all of us agree on this oh. whole season. Then the yeah. winner of this division. I'm assuming we're all within a game or two. Two, because Alex, because it's not Breeze. <laughs> he's old. He's he's washed up. Breeze is older than he. Oh no, he's no. like six months older than Breeze, isn't he? No, he's like years. two years older. Is he? Yeah. His uh, arm's done. Brady's going to be... <laughs> the heck? Isn't Brady going to be 42 this year? Because I thought Brady was 40 and Breeze was 39 this nope. year. Or Brady something. is already 42. Oh, I didn't... Yeah. yeah. And Breeze just turned... 40? Just turned 40 because he was 39 during the season. I think during Oh, the, he turned 40 at the very end of the season because they made it. It was in the playoffs note. when he played Phillip Rivers. I think that was the oldest combined age for quarterbacks in a playoff game. January 15th, he turned 40. Drew Brees does have a great middle name, Christopher. Sounds like a douche. Probably. It, this is more of a spite. Yeah. That's totally fine. Just because yeah. you guys are... 
so very accepted on this podcast so again um we were talking about it off um off mic the patriots again get basically they get to play the dolphins twice the bills twice the jets twice worst case scenario absolute worst case scenario four and two in division most likely they go five and one wouldn't be surprised to see six and oh which means if they split their non-division games, they're looking at 10 wins. You want to hear a crazy stat about the Patriots? Haven't they put together the most 10-win seasons? Oh, that too. But Patriots win at the same rate versus the rest of the NFL as they do against the AFC East. That is weird. Yeah. That's only because of the Rob, or not the Rob, the Rex Ryan years when Eric Mangini built the team and Rex Ryan got all the credit. I think it's because they really underperform in division. Yeah. Well, again, there is they do. the whole thing that, um, like, they play down to their competition, but the whole weird thing about Brady being, like, 500 playing at Miami. Yep. And then um, they just don't play think, that great against the Jets. I was going to say, the Jets, even when they're bad, will usually at least make it a close game. Um, you want to guess the last time the Patriots had less than 11 wins? 98. No. Uh, 09, they were 10 wins. 92. Who was the quarterback? Brady. Oh, what a bum. And then 05. <laughs> was it, no. 05. Because 06 was the Castle season? 06 I, I or 07? I don't remember when it was. Uh, they, have, they have two 10-win seasons in the last... 16 years and those are their worst seasons yeah i was gonna say and everything's been above that yeah um so again here's why the patriots go to the afc championship every year it was 2008 when brady was hurt because they were 11 and 5 and missed the playoffs so they get to be shut up (laughs) um they basically get to be five and one in the in division if even they, though we just talked about that they're not shut up <laughs> um, but I mean like look at their division component or opponents I know but and they then, did the same thing against and everybody then you, you split the rest of your games and then basically you win two home games and you're in the Super Bowl yeah the last time they had a losing record 2000 yeah 7-9 and nine. Five. Five? Oh, okay. Who's oh, the, I, I you, know, was, you know who the quarterback was? Drew Bledsoe? Uh, yeah. Brought it around. And then <laughs> Luke Falk. <laughs> A two-year-old Luke Falk. So since 2003, the Patriots have a 788 winning percentage. Outside the division, it's 786. So it is... So it's... It's the exact Marginally. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Like, unnoticeably thinner huh in 2002 the Colts were supposed to stay in the AFC East instead they moved them to the AFC South why not could you imagine I'm gonna start a Brady Manning twice a year that's probably why 12 years that would have been insane too much yeah (laughs) well because for a while they made sure they played once a season anyway and then they always met in the playoffs well they usually would because you'd just be like well because it's the number one teams in the division, so yeah. they play each other. Yeah. Yeah. But Ooh, 
that is a nice round of quarterbacks for the Bills. J.P. Lossman, Cleo Lemon, Geno Smith. Yeah. Whew. That's fantastic. Oh, a nice round of quarterbacks for the Giants. Eli Manning, Geno Smith, Eli Manning. That was so bad when they benched him. Man. Yeah, so... Yeah, so they're not, easily not the a, best team in the division. Not a ton to say. I mean, I have them winning 13 games. As do I and Landon. 11. And, and Alex has them at 13, but Spite brings him down to 11. So <laughs> we all have the exact same number. <laughs> and, I mean, we'll Which get to... also makes them my number one seed in the AFC. Spoiler alert. Same with Landon. Number two. For you? In the playoffs? <laughs> No, you just think the Patriots are a big number two. <laughs> Good. Um, you got it. I dislike the Patriots more than you do. Do you? They prevented the Ravens from winning Super Bowl. Apparently not that much. You don't. I can still be unbiased. No, you have to be biased. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> Why would you want to be unbiased? That's I don't boring. know. Boring. Have you met me, Alex, or Landon? <laughs> Do you want me to just... There it is. <laughs> Do you want me to just say a point and then repeat... Or just say a... Chris a, Sale. Just say an Chris opinion sale. Over, Chris and over and Chris over and over. Sale. Because Chris Sale no. is a top ten, he's uh, the that, greatest ever. What, what was the new one? Yeah, Top ten? Top ten. Right, he's not top ten. He doesn't count. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. <laughs> oh, Kirk Cousins. That was the one. Not- <laughs> oh, Landon, you oh, know we was, love you. I was so, so ready to go off for about 45 minutes every time. He's like, no, I, I can't do it. I was like, so you guys can't bring up Kirk Cousins. I wanted to be here for that one. Ah, <laughs> upset me. That I really wanted to just let him go. to go watch a perfect game almost. I know. That upset me too. <laughs> oh. Three outs away. Yeah. Well, I guess we didn't. Uh, I guess the Bills we kind of disagreed on with 4-4, four, 7-7. Four, seven, seven. Basically. But I don't think that's enough for any type of bet right there. No, there's really no bet in this division. No. It's pretty... I think everyone pretty much agreed except for basically who has that extra game going to the Bills or the Jets, more or less. Yeah, yeah Dolphins in last place, and then whoever gets lucky gets second. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, not not exciting. <laughs> Landon better be here for AFC South. We got some arguing to do. Oh my goodness, that is going to be exciting. NFC South too. <laughs> and NFC South. <laughs> you arguing there? So you said? Well, it's Alex and Landon. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I got some running back. <laughs> discussions it's so great well we mentioned it in the last episode so before we get out of here we're going to do a bet recap Um, we actually have quite a bit of bets on here a lot of which have to do with the upcoming NFL season Um, we have a couple that are finished and yet to be paid off one of them is old it is a basketball one the Bulls missed the playoffs what? And there were no losing East playoff teams because the eight seed was 41-41. <laughs> so Landon owes me dinner. 
and then Alex is a recent winner. Again, thanks to Landon because of the NBA free agency bet we made. So Landon owes Alex a six pack, which good for Alex. Yay. <laughs> um, got a Mariners bet over under 70 wins between me and Landon that Alex is trying to piggyback on. Nope, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mariners are on pace for 69 wins. Nice. Ow. Um, which it's probably 68 now because they lost to the Astros tonight. Uh, so that one will be pretty close. One that is not looking good for me with a bet I made with Landon was Mike Zanino over under his career average of 207. When I checked Wednesday or Thursday, he was betting 165. Yeah, but is you, that never, good? you never know with him. He could hit like 400 next month. And That's true. Not good. They just need to send him down for a couple weeks and bring him <laughs> up and he'll be great. Tell him he was sent down. <laughs> yeah. And then Alex and I have an interesting two-part bet. Uh, if the Brewers make the playoffs, part one, and the Padres have a losing record, part two, Alex owes me whiskey, part three. <laughs> if the Brewers miss the playoffs and the Padres have a winning record, I owe Alex whiskey. But part if it's a split, then it's no bet. Part five. Uh, as of yesterday, the Brewers were a game out and the Padres were seven games under five hundred. Part two and a half. So it's looking like a no bet right now. They part were four. Padres were close for a while. They were 45 and 45. So part they're gone 5 and 12. They dropped. <laughs> oh, um, Landon and I have a Clippers top three bet. We don't know what the terms are. and Landon still hasn't agreed to it. Coward. Um, and then we got a bunch of NFL bets. Do we want to... I guess we mentioned... No, me and Josh last episode, the NFC East. Eagles won the division. I win. Cowboys win. Cook wins. Six yeah. pack on that one. Uh, um, we got our Redskins and Jags. What? So originally, before the Trent Williams news, it was Jags seven, Skins six. You had the over on both. I had the under on both. No, I had Skins at eight before the Redskins. No, no, no. Th- that's before what, the Trent Williams. That's what the bet number was at. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so so if the then, Jags. Yeah. I'll still take it because I think the. Skins? Actually, no, that would make me having the Skins basically doing the same as the Jags. Spoiler alert. Um, well, you could still... Or we could just bet on the Jags. We could take the Skins out of it. You want to go move the Skins to five and a half? I'll take that. All right. Skins over and five and a half? Yeah. That gives. Even that though g- I have them at five now? No, you have them at six. Oh, okay. Um, right. So... I have the Redskins over five and a half and the Jags over, over seven. seven. Yeah. And that is just like me and Alex's two tiered bet. Yeah. And so that's um a whiskey bet. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a double. That's right. <laughs> um and then we have a Titans bet and a 49ers bet that we will save for those divisions and same then. Alright. I think. By the way, we need to work out our Marcus Mariota bet that you wanted to have last year that we never got. I don't remember what it was. Something about Marcus Mariota's performance. I don't even care what the parameters are. He's not hitting them. (laughs) Seven Uh, yards through the air. I just remember you wanted to make a bet, but I think you just got so flustered all the time. No, you wanted to make a bet. Well, we were going to make a bet. I don't know what it was. It was something about... um, 
basically I wanted it to be based on his passing and you wanted it to be based on overall performance. Oh, was like it like that. a total yards thing? Yeah. I mean, it's got to be overall performance, otherwise... I mean... Well, he... Well, basically, he wanted to factor in rushing yards. I think it was like a total yards. Yeah. You want it to be just be passing? Yeah, because my only beef with Mariota is as a passer. Uh, well, he was... not just a passer. He was 69% <laughs> well, through the air last year. On career high in yards per attempt. Yeah, congratulations. No ball went over four yards through the air. I feel like that's not true. I don't know if I can find air yards per attempt <laughs> that quick. <laughs> that is not the right thing. I know... Uh, oh, here we go. Attempts for air yards distance. Where do you think Mariota ranks? Where he ranks... Yeah. So air yards. So this obviously doesn't Gosh. factor in run after catch or yard. Doesn't factor in yaks. Yeah. I'm so gonna say on. he's thirteenth. That would actually be pretty good. I'm not familiar with this enough to know. Air average air yards differential. I don't know what that means. I don't. Yeah. But they're all negative numbers. That's oh, I think it means. Yeah. Of course, they'd all be negative. So air yards versus total yards. I think whatever. it's like taking away yards after catch. Yeah. So it's just how far you threw the ball. Yeah. Uh, so we don't have to do that right now because that's going to be really boring to uh, listen to, but we can... Mariota is like dead middle. Sounds about right. No. Oh, well. Yeah, if you look at... I've seen during multiple games they pulled up like his... Whatever the quarterback version of shot chart is, it showed where he was throwing the ball and everything was inside 10 yards. We'll have to get to that during that division. Yeah. Um, it's going to take too much time. Yeah, those are all the bets we got. We'll, we'll divide that division into two. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have a middle of the week. Brad just records on his own after downing a 30 bomb. <laughs> and then he's going to throw. Speaking of bombing. No. Um, I think that's about it for this one. You guys got anything else that's not um, Mariota related or running back for the Panthers related? Uh, um, I just silenced um, both of you guys. Didn't running I? back for the Ravens? How dare you, sir? <laughs> also not a great passer. 59% last year. Come on now. What? That's not even good. Pull up his shot chart and his talk differential on the air. Differential, differential, differential. Talk to me again when he's in the 70s, like a true quarterback. Yeah, with his dead arm. <laughs> Throw him for 5,000 yards. Dead arm. How dare you? <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, Displaced Fans, Display Fans Syndrome, Knowing Displaced. Give us money. Ryan Tannehill Please? for president. 